Attention all truckers, it's Troy with Talk CDL. If you're looking for a new job, check out NCI. Their phone number is 844-311-7076. Company has every benefit. They have the best equipment, all nice late model Kenworth T680s. They offer company, lease, solo, teams. They've got everything and very, very steady income. If you're interested, call 844-311-7076. Check out NCI today and tell them Talk CDL sent you over there. Thank you. Dry van, reefer, flatbed, bulk tanker, pneumatic tank, smooth bore, liquid gas. Car carrier. Dump trailer. Container. Car carrier. Yeah, well, your voice is like way down on the screen. It's because I'm trying to whisper on you. Yeah, don't do that. Talk normal so we can get moving here. Well, I didn't know you wanted me to actually butt in on you and talk. Okay, go ahead. All right, you're good. What do you got today, Ruthann? I have some news. All right, talk to me. What's your first subject? First subject is the DOT funding bill. So what they're trying to do is bring into the House and the Department of Transportation the... 30-minute break that is required for truck drivers to do within their first eight hours of duty. They're trying to get it revised. What are they trying to make it? Um, They're trying to get rid of it. Oh, they're just trying to do away with it? Yeah, they're trying to say, you know, hey, you already, you know, cut around their hours, so why do you make them take that 30-minute break when nine out of ten times they're already stopped at a place to unload or load or do something, you know, why should they have to take that 30-minute break? Not, not only that, they these guys know if they're tired. Most of them, I mean, the good ones do. Let's just say this: when you try to when you try to control people that already know what they're doing, all you're doing is making a mess. The ones that were bad before that would drive when they were dead tired and 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 and, and wreck, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna obey the e logs. Some of these guys are still cheating on e logs, so. Really what they need to do is, again, I'll keep saying this, they need to do away with the, the control of, of when you start, you got to keep going, blah, blah, blah. They just need to put the electronic log. I, I'm cool with the electronic log, the ELD. What they need to do is just give the drivers control of that. Mm-hmm. And I agree, the 30-minute rule, that's stupid. Oh, right. you now have to take your nap. You know, nap time. With thirty minutes, I mean, you can't get a nap for thirty minutes. It's yeah. telling them that they have to they have to shut down and take a break somewhere within that first thirty minutes. Well, and and who would, who even wants to wake up after thirty minutes? Well, here's the thing: At, it, it, within eight hours, you've stopped. You went to the bathroom. You've gotten something to eat. You know, you've stopped. So why are you forcing me now to take an additional thirty minutes to do whatever you want me to do? Okay. Like you said, nap time. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, nap time. So is there? Any progress on this 30-minute thing? I thought I read just, something about it. Was it was just submitted, so they haven't really gone any further into it yet because it, you know, it's literally only just been submitted the last two or three days. All right. So what do you got next? The next thing is a comment. The DOT is opening up a comment period for drivers to give their opinion on autonomous vehicle regulations. You can go to the FMCSA website by August 26th, and then there's another portion that's up until July, and tell them what you feel. This is where you get the opportunity to put your words in there for DOT to actually get something in there. And one of the things that they're they're asking is, do the federal motor carrier safety regulations require a human driver, CDL endorsements for automated driver systems? So there's, there's a lot of different stuff in there that you have 
the, the, the opportunity to give your opinion in there on what DOT takes into consideration and what they don't? Well, first off, I didn't know that there was actual vehicle autonomous regulations yet. Yeah. So I'd like to read those myself, that, that they already have regulations in check for something that hasn't even truly been uh, perfected yet. Uh, they're sure going ahead with all the... Well, these are pre-rules. Pre-rules. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would like to... Do you have a copy of that yet? Or we well, should... I sent it to you. I sent it to you and to um, editing so that they could put it when when this goes on. They could put actually the links for it. We need to do a pod basically on what the what are the regulations because we already know that autonomous vehicles don't have to shut down. Mm-hmm. They just have to fuel up. Um, who's going to fuel them? By the way, is it, is it you know? Can you see the autonomous uh, truck stops? You know, pumping the fuel. I'm serious now. You know. Uh, I'm guarantee you they will have stations where a, a, a truck can pull in and just fuel on its own. It's kind of crazy, but well, they do that with airplanes. Airplanes can go when they're in when they're in flight. They can actually hook. Up, they have two planes flying next to each other, and they actually just go and put the hoses over and fuel them. Yeah, but that's not fully autonomous. But I, I'm just saying it'd be interesting to see what are the regulations because they can't. They, these trucks can run 24 seven. They're not like a human. There's no uh, hours. The the other thing that's going to be interesting to see is how are they going to account for the breakdowns? And and if one of your drivers is writing in, I I may write, I may go on there myself and do it. But one of the things that I think should be mentioned is, again, I'll say it. I know a trucking company told me they have 500 trucks right now, 500 trucks. and And these trucks are only one to three years old. They said at least one to three times a week. They have a truck broke down on the side of the road, maybe even more than that. So if you're an autonomous vehicle and, and there's millions of you out there, do they have the autonomous service station that's going to come and get them? I mean, what about when they just break down right in traffic? Next thing you know, you I'm just saying. That's part of this, too. Exactly. There's, there's so much to be dealt with here. And, you know, to take humans out of it totally is, I, I don't think that's really the plan of autonomous vehicles is to take, is to be totally driverless. I, I don't think that, but again, what, what's the address that they have to go to? Um, well, it's through the FMCSA. You, when you go onto their website, it gives it, but I have a link then that we could put on there. Well, okay. So it's the FMCSA.org link and mm-hmm. then. They'll, they'll, or .gov, I would imagine, right? Mm-hmm. FMCSA.gov, yeah. But okay. here's the subjects. It says uh, about the whether they require them to be human, CDL endorsements, hours of service for the ADS operators, which is the automatic, you know, the autonomous, um, medical qualifications for those operators, distracti- distractive driving and monitoring, safe driving, inspections, repair, and maintenance of the ADS equipment, equipped trucks. So that's going to be one of the subjects that you were just speaking about, roadside inspections for them, cybersecurity, confidentiality of shared information. So there's a bunch of different stuff that they are trying to pull in so that they can get the right rules and regulations so that they're not going through a bunch of issues later on them. Okay. Well, you know, one of my other questions is that I have is, is there ever going to come a point where, there is no such thing as a class A CDL and you are not allowed to drive trucks. They're doing away with all self drive or not self driving, but, uh, you know, regular tractor trailers and cars and everything. Is there going to come a point where you just push a button, it programs, it takes you where you're going and blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'm, who knows? I'm, I'm curious where are they going with this? 
Because you know everything always advances, 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 advances. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just, you know, go, okay, this is where we're going to stop. Nobody ever stops. It just keeps going until they can fully exploit or fully get out of what it's going to get out of or what they can get out of a product. And then they move on to a new product that's even better or that they think they can make more money on. So Mm -hmm. I am curious just to see what this industry is going to be like. But you know what? I'm also probably thinking when I'm old and not driving and not in the industry that I may be looking at it just like these old timers do now and saying to myself, I'm glad I'm not part of this crap anymore mm-hmm. because I, I personally don't like the where it's going. I really don't. It's it's scary for drivers that, you know, we've it's funny. It seems like everything that Hollywood ever does later on look at the they have robots now just like terminator they have these things out walking mm-hmm. around they're and, creepy looking and they are they have robot dogs i mm-hmm. mean just the things that they have I that they have a that, robot at cheetah well, yeah just the i'm just saying just the things that they have now you and i were watching as cartoons mm-hmm. and and all, now all of a sudden they're making this reality and what i was thinking about this too with autonomous vehicles autonomous everything uh, they're always trying to come out with a machine that does more than a man can do, blah, 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 right? But the, the one thing they haven't done yet, and they still are working on it, is AI. Yeah, artificial intelligence. Right, artificial intelligence. When you come to the point where a machine is programmed to recognize a danger, like, and I mean a danger of itself being shut down or something else, you know, like humans, you almost have a Hollywood nightmare mm-hmm. unfolding in front of us. I'm not trying to be conspiracy. I'm not trying to get everybody out there going, Troy, you're nuts. But I'm telling you, it just seems like everything we've watched when we were kids, not everything, but a lot of things that we watched that we thought were future. Look at Star Trek. Guy would push a little button on his chest there, and he would and he would talk, right, to somebody else, and that was their phone. We have that now. Um, look at the Jetsons, the cartoon The Jetsons, right? They would, he'd push a, hey, Janie, remember Janie, his wife, hey, hey, honey, I'm coming home. Well, they were, they were video talking and we used to think, no way, that'll never happen. Cell phones. We never thought that there'd be an actual phone without a cord. And then you got cordless phones in your house one day. And the next thing you know, you got a a phone that you go everywhere with it. That's also a computer now and does almost everything for you. In fact, my computer or my phone, I, I say, I, I summons it by saying the magical words, hey, Siri, if it's around, I don't want it to hear me. And and, and it, it'll look up and do things for me. Um, it does it when you don't even ask for it. Yeah, sometimes I'll say, are you serious? And then it'll, it'll go, yes, Troy. I'm like, why? No, no, I didn't want you. But anyways, what I'm getting at, though, is... He also argues with it, which is pretty funny. Yeah, but what I'm getting at <laughs> is with this with this autonomous thing, it's it's scary times because, you know, to put that many people out of work, if... If you did come up with something that was totally, you know, remember, non-human. Remember use. when they came out with the robots that in like the toothpaste factory, and they were putting the caps on the toothpaste, and it did without this guy's job. You know, like these people. I don't remember that. Yeah, I seen like a an article on it. This is years ago. Well, you know, that was one of the biggest things is is these machines, like in in the automotive industry. You know, you had the machines that were coming in and taking over helping to build the cars to where these guys weren't involved in the actual construction of the vehicle anymore because these, these machines were doing it and like say placing the windshield in and so forth. 
Well, when those start things are happening, you're taking those jobs away from them. You're not helping our economy. Here, here's something else I would say. Technology is good. I like technology. And if it advances us, I like that also. But if their intentions are not to do away with drivers, because every article you see is, oh, drivers are in trouble someday. Drivers are in trouble someday, right? You know, is it a conspiracy? I'm not yelling conspiracy. But if, if their intentions, I read, I read several articles that said, on the contrary, this will make the driver just different. They'll always need a driver in there to monitor the vehicle to be able to take over if there's mm-hmm. an emergency. Yeah, the ADS, ADS operator, they're called now. Right. So my, my whole thing with that is, is indeed that, and, and here's the other question, if that's the case, then we'll go right back to hours of service, right? Because he can only stay up and monitor it for that, so long. And that's what it so, does say that. It says the ADS, um, not only for their medical qualifications, but their hours of service roles. Right. So, so really the bottom line with it is there's a lot of questions to be answered. And I think if their intentions are not to do away with man, then they really need to reiterate that so that there isn't such a paranoia and a conspiracy going on, a conspiracy theory going on out there. And again, I don't want to be the guy yelling conspiracy. I don't want anybody to think that's what I'm doing. I'm just saying it's kind of weird the way it's coming down. Anyways, what's next, Ruthann? Are you finally done? Never. Oh, gosh. Never. What do you got? Next, a driver, a truck driver, was faced, um, faces homicide charges after hitting a truck, a driver at a truck stop. I have like, it's like a couple of different ones all, all together. So a Canadian trucker faces misdemeanor vehicular. A homicide? Yeah. I, I couldn't get that one out. After he reportedly hit and killed another trucker who was walking across the parking lot at a pilot in Austin Town, Ohio. I seen that the other day. Mm-hmm. So this happened in Ohio, and he's from Canada. Mm-hmm. Our our Canadian connection, huh? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so he hits a trucker walking. I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, the parking lots are are sometimes a little dangerous. People come barreling around corners. And here's the other thing. I would bet there's video of that, and I'm not saying there I'm is. Not, That's I'm how not, they found out who it is. Okay, I'm not trying to blame drivers, but one of the things that I've noticed, some people walk out in front of you when they're walking and texting. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that the, the victim had anything to do with this, you know, but, I mean, I would like to know the details. Do you have the details? Yeah, if you would show Oh, God, let's hear it. Okay, so the incident occurred on May 2nd. They first thought the victim, who was from El Paso, Texas, was killed when he walked out between two trucks um, into the path of another one. So that's where you were basically kind of you know, they thought something similar to that. However, after they reviewed the video from one of the trucks, see one of the other one of these trucks is what helped right. him. They determined there was significant distance between the victim and the semi that hit him. He was cruising, huh? And then, as a result, the driver that was from uh, Quebec, he was 24, was charged with misdemeanor of of the homicide, vehicle homicide. Wow. So he was going too fast in the parking lot, it sounds like, if they said there was a pretty good distance. Significant distance between them. Yeah. And and then what was he doing? I mean, that he didn't even see him. That's another bad thing, you know. See, that's the other thing. When people are pulling out, a lot of people don't realize when you're pulling out of a parking lot or a, or a a spot, anywhere, anywhere where you're pulling out, if you just jumped in a vehicle, 
You're messing with your seatbelt. You're making sure, oh, I forgot to put this down. Oh, oh, I'm adjusting my mirror. Oh, I'm doing this. A lot of people don't realize you're better off taking 30 seconds and getting yourself in that cockpit and adjusting fully before you pull out. Because I guarantee there's a lot of drivers right now thinking, that's true. How many times do you pull out? And you're adjusting. Women, they're, oh, my purse. Let me put my purse down. Oh, I forgot to do this. Hey, can you hand me that? Blah, blah, blah. You have this little thing you're doing because you're wanting to get in there and get behind the wheel, start it, and just get going. I'm guilty of that myself. So who knows? Maybe this young driver pulled out. He was zooming. Oh, I forgot my soda. Oh, I forgot this. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Boom. Get yourself situated, guys and gals, before you get your foot on that throttle. Ruthann? Did you know... That Maverick bought KLLM? No. Are are you sure Maverick bought KLLM? Maverick Transportation to sell its refrigerated division to, uh, switch, sorry, to KLLM. It's flipped, sorry. Maverick is selling to KLLM. (laughs) Sorry. Oops. (laughs) Everybody out there is going, man, airhead moment. It is. It was an airhead moment. I'm sorry. I got it. Can you tell I got a sinus thing? I was thinking about editing, but I'm, I'm, let's leave this. this Let them all know I can be fruity. Well, well, see, this is the part where, like, when you get the nice emails, like that guy wrote us today (laughs) that said, I really hate to agree with Troy, okay? But then in the end, he goes, good. Pod, Ruth Ann. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Why don't I get the compliment? That's stupid. But so I'm going to let this on there for them to hear your mistakes. But that wasn't a major one. I got the companies, right? I well, just you just flipped it. T- but I fixed just, it right away. I didn't leave it that way. You just way. told everybody Maverick bought KLLM. Okay, Maverick, no. Maverick's probably going, we did? <laughs> uh, okay. No. So the, the drivers for the Maverick division, mm-hmm. so they received messages via their people net. Right. Right. On May 23rd, stating that the company has entered an agreement to sell its temperature-controlled business to KLLM, so approximately 150 drivers will be affected by this division closing. That's how they found out that they're like basically losing their job. I'm going to say something. Go ahead. No, I'm serious. I've seen deals like this go through, and I know Maverick probably ain't going to like hearing this, and the Maverick drivers ain't going to like hearing this, and KLM is not going to like hearing this. But I've seen so many deals go down, okay? I can name the trucking companies, too, major ones, where they merge or they, they buy somebody's contract out, and all the drivers are doing really well at that company, and then when the new company takes over, the rates drop on the guy or the dedicated run he has goes to their guy because he's getting paid less. Things start gradually changing. It, I've never seen... I've even seen trucking companies, they'll take somebody else's trucking company... And they'll still run it under that name, but things change. Mm-hmm. And they change and they change. And then all of a sudden, you've got 150 drivers that leave. So, my advice is you know, you guys already know how hard it is to find good drivers. You got this temperature controlled uh, reefer company you're buying off of Maverick, Mr. KLLM. My advice to you is try to keep these guys happy if they're already happy, try to keep them running the way they're running. Uh, versus changing things. Unless it's that big of a difference in your bottom line, I would try to keep everything the way it is, you know? If well, it says they're going to be offering their employment and, and purchasing selected trucks from... Uh, Maverick has 1,658 power units with 1,701 drivers, according to the FMCSA. And it says that KLLM will be purchasing selected tractors and offering employment to their drivers that... 
right now, KLLM has 2,400 ref- refrigerated trailers that they are actually running. Okay. So well, they're actually adding on to it. Now. Well, I'd be interested in the future if any of these drivers that are going f- on this deal, you know, if if uh, if it's major changes and you end up quitting, I'd love to have you on the podcast just so we can talk about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's something nice that I've know. seen so many times. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I said, I can name a bunch of trucking companies where, oh, they were told that's, that's not going to change. Everything's business as usual, but it never stays because you got new leaders. It mm-hmm. can't stay the same. So yeah. it may be a good thing. It may be a bad thing. Just observation. Honestly, sometimes it really depends. I mean, I wish, I hope that the drivers don't lose, like if there's someone that's been there for, you know. Benefits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, some of the like some of them might have already had like say a four hundred one k or some kind of investment. Mm-hmm. I would hate to see them lose everything that they had because the company decided to sell on them. That's the biggest things that you know selling your company selling and, and moving you that happens. But. Here's here's the thing: I've never heard a small trucking company that got bought out say years later. Yeah, our company was okay, but then when the big giant company bought us out, it even got better. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. Usually those small company guys, the 100 truck companies, those drivers are usually pretty happy. And then after, again, after the big changes start, a lot of times they're subtle. It just They just start losing these guys, you know, to somebody else. Anyways, keep us posted, guys, if, if you're one of those drivers in this merge. KLLM, take care of these Maverick guys, will you? Make them happy. Ruthann, what else you got? That's it. Was, that's it? You wanted short. I did want short. I got it. That was short. That was short. That, that was good. <laughs> but hey, remind the drivers, since we, we are very, remind them of this FMCSA thing. Uh, do you know what the website is? It's just fmcsa.gov and then go to the, what's well, it? We're going to have it on our, on our page too. We're going to link it in. We're going to link it in mm-hmm. on the, so listen guys, for the link, if you want to find these links, okay, a lot of you guys listen on iTunes. All right, we do know that because uh, we get the statistics on where a lot of our stuff is being listened to. You listen to it on Android, on your cell phones, on the little podcast apps and all our stuff. Um, uh, we're on iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on all these uh, major platforms. But if you go to www.talkcdl.com and just click on the, on the, on the picture of this podcast, everyone has its own artwork and it'll open up the article of what we're talking about, and there'll be a bunch of links in there. If you want to go and do that survey uh, regarding the FMCSA's autonomous vehicle regulations. It's regulations.gov. Regulations.gov. Is that all it is, is regulations.gov? Mm-hmm. It's regulations.gov. Well, now you just blew it. I wanted them to go to our website. That, that way we could we could have got credit. They're still going to want to go to our website. Yeah. Well, not, we don't wouldn't make any money. We just get credit. As far as more numbers at the website, I like when people listen on the on the toxideal.com. Well, that's that's there's more to it though. You got to look at all of it. We've got lots of other stuff on there. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, so guys, don't forget about doing that. Uh, and I think tomorrow is starts the blitz June fourth for the. Yes, this pod will be out tonight. So mm-hmm. you guys that are listening tonight, as this pod is out, be careful. The blitz is coming out. It's it's on suspension and steering. But make sure everything's up to date and mm-hmm. uh, make sure your lights are working. Make sure your brakes are good because you guys already know these guys ain't just going to check that. That's what they're concentrating on. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Ruthann, do we have anything at all? Are we out of here? Magnastop got an uh, uh, online promo code for Talk CDL. What is the promo code? 
it's ten dollars off. No, I know. What's the code? You got to go to the the Magna Stop online, mm-hmm. and when you go on there, you type in Talk CDL into it, and you get ten dollars off your order. You guys hear that? We'll be doing commercials for Magna Stop, and uh, we're going to be doing. We still haven't done the unboxing. We want to do it to where Ruth Ann actually goes to a truck stop, opens the Magna Stop box, and just real easily is able to slide the tandems to the hole she wants it to go in on the back of that rig. Uh, so anyways, Magnastop, it's a great product. It's a uh, product that allows you to really, within seconds, uh, slide your, your tandems exactly where you want it. And if you go on, what is it, Magnastop.com, and, and type in promo code TALKCDL, you receive $10 off. And it's not a very expensive tool to begin with. It's only... Uh, what is it, like 40 or 50 bucks for this thing? Mm-hmm. So that's really not that expensive. So you get a big discount for being part of Talk CDL. So mention Talk CDL, and uh, Travis will make sure that you are taken care of. Ruthann, do we have anything else? That was it. All right, guys. Peace. We're out of here. Peace. Praise the Lord.